Hello, welcome to Solomon's Temple. This podcast is more generally about philosophy and science, but it includes a wide range of fields such as sociology, history, economics, art, religion, spirituality, anthropology, and literature. I am the host, Joshua Solomon, and this podcast will involve myself as a solo caster, exploring a wide range of topics with a philosophical inquiry and method. I have a bachelor's in philosophy from Sacramento State University. I will seek to reveal knowledge and wisdom, including what I do not know and aren't able to answer and fully comprehend. The objective is to give my best account of each topic and put my own sense into the realities discussed. My hope is that the topics discussed will serve as a guide and will inspire further inquiry for most of you, also for the purpose of engaging with the listener and for us to grow in our odyssey and adventure through life. The answers and opinions that I may provide and project are governed by the angels and demons living within my temple. I encourage listeners to interact with me at joshuasolomon2112 at gmail.com, and that's all lowercase, J-O-S-H-U-A-S-O-L-O-M-O-N, 2112 at gmail.com. I think it's very important that we engage with more detail and expansion on the realities that we're familiar with and know, but were otherwise not examined. A much wiser man than I once said that the unexamined life is not worth living. And I think one of the major philosophical problems or questions is, is life worth living? To answer that, what makes life worth living is the fact that we are in examination of it. We examine life. Without engaging life critically, we do not see the light of reason or comprehend actions and feelings. Without an examined life, it certainly wouldn't be worth it. I believe examining life brings worth and sharing the examination with other beings makes it all the more better and enriched. For it's in the exchange and the interaction that we have this podcast and that we have philosophical discourse and understanding between agents and speakers. Sharing my own examination of my life and reality in general, and perhaps other people's lives, with you fulfills me greatly, and I'm very grateful if you are listening. Hopefully it's as enriching for you. I would love to exchange with listeners and gain insights from you for my own benefit as well, and that we may make life worth living for each other. The examination of life is the basis for science. Looking at objectively, so to speak, what there is in life, what we see occurring in the natural world, what our eyes are telling us about our existence, and how we are interpreting it through our head, is the basis of science. So for a scientist, and to come as far as we have as humans in understanding reality, that is the worth of science, is how well you observe, and how critically and accurately you can examine existence. Most people think that philosophy and science are separate entities, but if you study the philosophy of science, you'll start seeing the interplay of of the human condition, the human thought processes, and how it maps on and projects into nature. And that as an observable entity, as an entity that observes, somewhat changes the nature of things that are observed. And to exchange what we are observing and what we're seeing and how we are interpreting what we're seeing is the real fascinating nature of talking about the natural world 
and examining what we think about it and what kinds of revelations we may have about it. Now, knowledge of acoustics and electronic recording alongside computation and massive communication has allowed for this podcast to exist. Now, that requires a lot of observing of natural entities and the manipulation of such entities in order to create an effect. And in, through this observable method and through this inquiry and process of trial and error and hypothetical understanding of things, we have come up with a way in which we can use our understanding of natural forms and generate effects to the best of our ability and in a sense is science but in another sense is a kind of magic born out of our own creativity unique and specific to life is the organization of materials and matter and intention that is able to create such things in reality to manifest of the natural world something that creates an effect unique from existence but is still an effect of existence is the creative capacity of the animal human this is in some sense black magic creativity you know novelty technology techne the examination of life has brought a lot of things worthwhile into it like this microphone like these speakers like the mass communication systems that bring you all this information. This certainly makes life worth living. Now, technology was never, never used to be completely necessary in order to have a life worth living. A life worth living hasn't always revolved around the examination of the natural world and the production of something useful or good within it. Now, that may make life very well worth living and may make life easier and more worthwhile and the utility might bring out the components of life that will allow you to examine it further yourself and give you time and all these things might lead up to a life that is well worth it for a life that is worth it is lacking in strife and lacking in problems so the problem-solving capacity of life and the means of which we utilize our examinations of it in order to accomplish these problem-solving activities through technology may be certainly a way in which we say, yes, our examination of the natural world, our examinations of life help us through life so well in a sense that it becomes well worth it. Now, life must have been worth living well before the introduction of all the technology that has been produced and organized and generated throughout society and human organizations. So without those things, or without our current standing in the evolution of technology and humankind and our place in time, there must have been by itself worth it, even though we do not have all the things that we have now. And if we were oh, done away with the things that we have now, would we still feel like it's worth it? Or has our sense of value and worth changed as our utility of goods have evolved? So the extent of which you examine reality may not guarantee that it is worth living for 
a life worth living doesn't require all the examination that we have had thus far. It simply requires that you have examined it and that you have examined that it is good because the sense of knowing whether your life is worth it or not ultimately comes from within. So it wouldn't be necessary that life is worth living from without and the things that we manifest through the observable world as a sort of techne, as an artifact. An artificial life does not guarantee that it is worth it, though in some sense it, it makes it well worth it. It is the examination of yourself in the examination of the authenticity of your own self and the things in life that are necessarily to be examined are what makes it worth it. There will be no one to tell you if your life is totally worth it other than yourself. So by examining these things and through the process of examination, we see life as more worth it, that our technology makes it worthwhile and that our life, our life is made better by the examination of the natural world. But we, through examination of this, we have found that, well, the only way to really make your life worth living is examining yourself and examining your own life itself to understand what is good in itself that makes you think that it is worth it. Now, some may not be completely satisfied with one or the other conclusion that examining life as it is in a technological realm or as a societal way or a place in time is, is having these things is what makes it all worthwhile. These playthings that make it all worth everything going into it, the payout of our labors, the payout of the examination itself. Or is it simply that as we are in life, who we are exactly, examining these things and examining what life is in general would create the basis for understanding what it is that makes a good life and what it makes it worth it. Value in a strict sense of the dollar or as a material or as a source of water, as a source of mineral, etc., etc., or as a source of labor, as a source of knowledge even in order to perform certain roles or tasks or have intentions at all, but that we organize our sense of self through the sufficient and necessary conditions that we see in life that we must meet. Was it worth it that I went all the way up the hill? Well, I didn't go up the hill for no reason. Well, at least I have a beautiful view up here. At least I did something just now. At least I tried. At least I sufficiently gave of myself in order to generate the effects of creating worth and that I do find a bounty or I do find something useful or something happens that creates value or I simply enjoy breathing and being alive itself. It is said in the Republic of Plato, Socrates said that sight imitates the dialectic or that the extent for which we are seeing things in our mind and our eyes that we are going through we acknowledge and discuss through the dialectic. It is important to note that what we observe and what we see are not exactly the end state to what is possibly visible, for everyone has their own set of eyes, and it is important that we discuss what it is that is seen and to be able to relate which 
uh, modes of vision existing apart from each other can come together in a unified whole. For those that are unable to discuss are in a sense blind because everyone has sight and it is important that all of the roles of sight play into the role of intelligibility and the dialectic and communicating these things. If we cannot see anything clearly and we are stuck in half blindness or full blindness, that would not be a life worth living because we could not live that way. We cannot live in the dark. We are not bats. At any rate, I'm very grateful that I have this capacity and this kind of techne that I may be able to reach tons and tons of people on their own free will and have them tune in and listen to my message, for it's always been a dream of philosophers and orators to be able to talk to as many people as they possibly can and share in the mode in which they want to give them that message. For me, I probably want to give, well, I know everyone's so instant gratification these days. <laughs> I got to pamper you and keep it, I guess, between 15 and 20 minutes. And that's probably what most of my episodes will be. I will try to distill out the essence of my topic and give a personal approach, but try to go as in-depth as possible and get to the roots of what it is I'm talking about. Boredom is a problem in our culture, and just interpersonally, I suppose. It varies, but boredom can be a thing, especially in fast-moving times like these, and I have examined that, and I don't want to drone on too long. I know people have a timeline also that they need to meet, so I'd like to fulfill... Uh, answers to the best of my ability to anyone who's willing to listen in a short amount of time. Also for them to reflect on what their patience level is and what they're willing to handle and how much time they're spending on topics and things that are important in life or important to them. So to observe and reflect on what goes on in life can define how you feel about life that in what you're seeing and the effects it's creating, is that what life is about? Is that what makes it worth living? As I discussed earlier, the capacity to examine life and to observe and to breathe and to walk and to do the fundamental things in life itself and to see the good and beautiful things themselves without the aid of a more acute observation and activity that generates worth, but what kinds of worth? So I am calling into question what kinds of examinations in life and what kinds of lives are we living that make it worth it? I would argue that simply having the capacity to examine life and philosophize and to listen to those and communicate with others that have vision in life is really enough. It's, it's worth it on its own without the mechanism of reaching hundreds of people and sharing with all different kinds of people with a push of a button, which might make philosophizing easier. It may make it more enriched and more lively and more accessible, but to the extent that we view it as it making life worthwhile is another question. For it has been well worth it to examine life before the amount of examination happened during life to create the effects 
of this kind of mode of observing so that an examined life brings on lots of things that are worthwhile but that is not necessary for the examination of life itself to create the effect that it's worthwhile that simply being able to examine it itself by itself is good and beautiful enough to make it well worthwhile and hey that's why we come to the temple is to generate answers like these and maybe propose a criticism or remarks or observations that I didn't make or that you liked and I'd like to hear from you. I think also that the extent to which we examine life uh, also alters how you examine it and sometimes spending a lot of time thinking isn't necessarily good for you but also if you're not thinking enough it certainly doesn't help you and I think there is just some medium in between there to find a middle path that you must do enough but don't do too much but don't do too little. And it all really depends on where you're at. Sometimes you need a lot more. Sometimes you need to do a little less. Or sometimes you need to just do enough to where you're doing it in such a way that how you're doing it makes your life better, makes your life worthwhile. And I think discerning on yourself and kicking back and listening to other people and musing with other people who, who have done lots of thinking and have been through the process of tempering how they think would be beneficial for you and that I could relate this to you and more people can relate the essence and the takeaway of, of what they had found within the Temple of Solomon. And philosophizing should be for the fun of it. It should be for the love of it. Philos, for the love of. Sophia, wisdom. We do this because we want to know better and we want to know more and we want to examine life because it makes it worth living. If you like this episode, I encourage you to join me on more topics and we will really open the book on reality itself 